Hi, friends. I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And this is a super spooky episode of Tedrug. <laughs> <laughs> let you have that one you were doing really oh, good on thank it you so much <laughs> <laughs> i really got carried away <laughs> i love that uh, you got carried away <laughs> on the right thing this is on the spooky thing this is what i live for <laughs> i wish you guys could see me in my apartment right now <laughs> i have some candles i'm sitting in the dark and i'm ready to read your spooky stories <laughs> Here, I know. I'll just take a picture of it, and then we can share it on. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> on the day that we share the spooky shooter. Just picture, when you look at this picture, think of me going. <laughs> and know that that's what exactly was happening at the moment that the picture was being taken. <laughs> oh, gosh, dude. Uh so it's October and get excited. Okay. This is officially spooky season. If you didn't believe it was before, which it was now, now it, it's officially October. Yeah. It's officially spooky. I put season. my decorations up September 1st, but when I got home today, my landlord was putting up his decorations and I was like, okay, so finally it's okay. He's like, it's a competition now. I'm like, all right, but mine've been up for a month. So like, <laughs> and they're the worst decorations. They've been falling down. Um, we had a skeleton basically commit suicide off my balcony <laughs> and then their daughter, I guess, picked up the, the arm and was like playing with it. Uh, the spider looks like he's seen better days. His web is a little tangled. He's weaving a very tangled web. That spider. Um, some of the lights don't work. It's just, you know what? It's a process, but it's, it's spooky. So. It's fine. You should definitely get some more skeletons, though, and set them up on your balcony in different ways throughout the course of <laughs> or October. just change their like, position. So people driving by would be like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, one could be dangling down, like, hold me. Save me, brother. No. <laughs> I'll set them up like Titanic. Like, <laughs> I'm flying. I'll do, like, different famous movie scenes. Um, my friend actually, like, sent a picture to one of our group chats the other day of somebody that made a... Alice in Wonderland themed skeleton decoration thing. It was like the skeletons dressed up as like the Mad Hatter and Alice sitting at a table in their yard. I was like, oh my That's God. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. So this spooky shooter begins our constant stream of weekly spooky shooters. Yes. Guys. We're going to give you scary stories and or real spooky shooters on Saturdays. But one of the Saturdays is going to be extra fun. We're going to go live on Instagram. We're going to share some purple drinks with you and some more scary stories. Again, live. But this is to benefit Nicole Adamando's defense fund. We're going to be donating any proceeds that we get from it, which you can do, you would want to do for a big raffle win. We're going to be doing a raffle, giving away some of our stuff, ton of our stuff. So if yes, you enjoy it's us be so fun. and if you want to win 
not necessarily free stuff, but definitely cheaper than it would be stuff. Come and join us on Saturday, October 24th. We don't have a time yet, but to be determined, time. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait. It's going to be really (laughs) fun, and it really is for a good cause. Nicole Adamando should have been sentenced under the Domestic Violence Survivors Justice Act, and this will help support her in her appeals and her kids during this time. Yeah. Yep. So that's all the business I think that we had. So Yeah, so is it time to get spooky? I think it is time to get spooky. <laughs> Do you We don't have a shooter for you, but Tierney has a really oh, good drink. Yes. Okay, so the other day um I wanted to have a cocktail as one does any day of the week and every single I day that ends in why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so I concocted a delicious fall cocktail that I kind of made up in my brain and I'm really proud of myself for it. I put in some caramel vodka. I just got one of the little nips that they sell at the, uh, liquor store, like the Smirnoff ones. And then I put some apple cider in it and then I put some Prosecco in it to make it a little bubbly. And, oh, I guess first I should have told you that you have to rim the glass. I did it with maple syrup and then cinnamon and sugar, but the maple syrup did, like, run a little bit. I think it would be better with caramel, like the the apple dipping caramel. Oh, yeah. That sounds amazing. So if you have that. But maple syrup does work, and it was really, really, really good. Then you could garnish it with an apple slice and run your apple along the edge to get all of the caramel and that sugar. (sighs) Yes. Oh my god. And I think it would also be good. I made it with cinnamon sugar because or cinnamon brown sugar because my cousin Liz that was drinking it with me doesn't like pumpkin, but if you have the pumpkin pie spice from Trader Joe's, I bet that would also be delicious on the rim. Just saying. Do you think these would work as fizzy shooters that you like Oh, probably. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This sounds like the most delicious fall fizzy shooter. So it oh then my gosh. qualifies as a shooter. You're welcome, Yes, guys. yes. <laughs> Put it in a, t- a tiny glass and it's a shooter. Oh, it sounds so good. And it sounds really sweet, so a shooter might be an appropriate oh, size. <laughs> it would be so good. So now yeah, that you've got your spooky shooters, are you ready for the scary stories? Drink up, dead drunkies. Let's get okay. spooky. Yes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Should I get my spooky voice on? Sure. Okay. No. <laughs> that sounds like. That sounds like I'm <laughs> gonna seduce somebody over the phone. I was just gonna say, like, okay, are you calling me in the middle of the night? Are there hot, young, eligible singles in my area? <laughs> hey there, big boy. <laughs> No. Okay. So the first spooky story comes to us from Megan. Thank you, Megan, for sending us an email. You guys can send us your spooky stories for future episodes, deaddrunkpod at gmail.com, which is what Megan did. Thank you, Megan. 
So she said, hi, ladies. First, let me say your podcast is amazing. I love true crime and spooky shit, so I'm a big fan. I'm a preschool teacher currently living in San Diego, and your podcast makes for a great escape for this crazy year. I wanted to send you my story from my childhood. I've had several paranormal encounters throughout my life, but this is the story that sticks with me the most. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Aww, yes. I love that. As a fellow us. preschool teacher, <laughs> love you, girl. I love okay. you too. I'm not a preschool teacher and wouldn't ever want to be, but I love <laughs> I love your love for us. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. I have one for you that I personally experienced as a child. I grew up in the foothills of North Carolina in the small town of Marion. I was about 10 or 11 years old when this happened to me. My brother and I were out riding our mountain bikes on an old dirt road that ran behind our house in the woods. My brother is about a year and a half older than I am. The dirt trail ran almost the entire length of the subdivision that we lived in, tucked away in the woods. My siblings, myself, and our friends spent a lot of time playing in these woods, so it was not unusual for us to be riding our bikes on this dirt road. There was no longer access to this dirt road from the main road, so it was considered a safe place for us kids in the neighborhood to play. I'm almost 29 now, so the details of what time of year this occurred are unknown to me. I do know it was in the late afternoon, but well before the sun went down. As my brother and I were returning home from our riding our mountain bikes along this bumpy road, I felt the urge to turn and look over my shoulder. We were probably a hundred yards from where we would dismount our bikes and roll them through a narrow trail down to our yard. When I stopped and I looked over my shoulder, I saw a figure of an older looking man. He didn't move. He stood there silently with a grave look on his face. He was dressed in gray, and he looked very tired. The gray man also held a rifle and held it up towards me. He had a long beard and wore a hat with a brim all the way around it. In all honesty, he looked as if he were a Confederate soldier in the Civil War. As he stood there with his rifle aimed, I froze. I tried to call out to my brother who was ahead of me, but no sound would come out of my mouth. A breath later, I was on the move and I threw my bike down. I finally screamed, yelling at my brother that there was a man behind us. When we looked back, he wasn't there. But I kept running until I reached my front door. I ran so hard through the woods that several thorns and tree branches scratched up my arms, legs, and face. My brother still remembers this story and doesn't doubt what I saw, but swears he saw nothing. When I've told this story to my family and my friends who lived nearby as neighbors at the time, they didn't doubt me. I will add that several of my immediate family members are not superstitious in the least. I do not know the particular history of my hometown or my old neighborhood as it pertained to the Civil War era, but I firmly believe I saw a lost spirit that day in the woods on that old dirt road in the foothills of North Carolina. Oh my god. Oh my god, Megan, girl. The fact that nobody ev- nobody doubted you is like... They're like, what? yeah... Oh, I got chills reading that. That's crazy. That was really I cannot spooky. even imagine. That really, really, really shook me. Oh, my gosh. They, and they didn't doubt you. So they've totally seen it, too. Everybody's just ignoring this Confederate soldier that's <laughs> roaming around. Wow. Wow. That, that was, was crazy. Really Thank you for setting that, Megan. We yes. appreciate you. Thank you for that story. I'd love to hear the rest of your paranormal experiences if you feel up to sharing, because that one was pretty freaking good. Yeah. <laughs> So our next story comes to us from Bethany Lynch through Facebook. No, sorry. Comes to us from Bethany through Facebook. Woo. Bethany said, I was about 11 or 12 staying at my best friend's house. 
They moved quite often, but something or things always followed her older brother. It was just my best friend and me and her St. Bernard at the house in the middle of the day because her mom had to run to the store. Her and I were chilling in the living room when we heard something fall in the laundry room, just outside of the living room. We assumed it was the dog. The layout was open so you could just about see every room. Just then, we heard things crashing to the floor in her brother's room. I told her maybe it was just the dog and went to look. There were several action figures and a chest lid laying around his floor, and at that time, the dog came out of her mom's room. We both ran to her room within eyesight of her brother's and shut the door. We heard the dog in the kitchen and called for her to make sure it wasn't the dog we were hearing. My friend cracks the door and starts to... Brandy! The dog's name. Right then, I heard clear as day a whisper right in my ear from behind me. Brandy. It was very taunting. My best friend hadn't heard it. When I told her, though, she called her mom to come home ASAP, and we went for a walk outside. I just got chills. Holy shit. Yeah, that's so scary. Brandy. (laughs) Maybe. I almost wonder. It sounds like... It was taunting, and I'm sure she would know more than me, but it it was probably a ghost or a demon taunting, or the ghost was like, ooh, let me help. Brandy! Brandy! (laughs) (laughs) Either way, it's really spooky. (laughs) Oh, my God. That gave me lots of full body chills. Holy moly. I don't even know what I would do. I would run. I would definitely not uh, yeah. run up and punch it in the face like that girl in that video that's been going around. But no, no, I would. Holy I would moly. leave. Oh, <laughs> she like tackled the curtain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the Katie sent that to me. And Katie was yeah. like, this is me. And I was like, oh, that's not me. I would have left. And Tierney would have just been like, stop. Stop. <laughs> like, <with that." laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's right. how we would react differently to paranormal experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of paranormal experiences. What a great transition. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my God. Our next story also comes from Facebook. Our next story also comes from Facebook, and it is from Colby. Colby said, I used to live in this older building, an apartment building. I woke up one night to a blurry man standing at the feet of my bed. I went to grab him and he floated away towards the sky like a balloon being released. Same apartment, different time. We were sitting watching TV and one of our glasses on the drying rack flew off and hit the floor. That's crazy. That's a haunted apartment for sure. So then she says, one night in my mom's house, I was asleep in my room. I was nine months pregnant and was at the point when I woke up to pee a lot. I was laying there and this really old vanity chair I had in my room moved across the floor. My floors were hardwood, so it made that wood on wood sound. My dog went crazy barking at the chair and I hid under my covers. The town I live in is very old. We have haunted ghost tours every fall. You get to tour the old buildings and homes and the last stop is the cemetery. It's also possible to have paranormal activity. Apparently. I want to know what town this is, Colby. I would love to go there. That sounds like so... Oh, my God. It it sounds like, yeah, there has to be because one's in the apartment building, one's in your mom's house. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a like, haunted town. Yeah. But, yeah, what town is this? Because I would love to book my trip. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would love a haunted ghost tour. Colby, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, I was... That's- I heard, and I didn't know that this happened, but I guess they do one every Halloween in Salem or every Halloween season in Salem. That's cool. And yeah, my coworker was saying that she's going to Salem and they're not on Halloween, but she's going to Salem. And throughout October, they do like haunted ghost tours that then end in the cemetery. Oh, yeah. I think there's one on Halloween that ends... Yeah, she was talking about there's one on Halloween that ends in the cemetery and then goes into the early hours of the morning. And I was like, that's probably seance. They're probably doing a seance as well. Yeah. All right. So our next scary story comes to us from Lindsay. Lindsay says, I posted this in my mom group the other day. Smiling, laughing, crying emoji. (laughs) When my oldest was four, he kept saying there were green men in his closet that would watch him all night while he slept. I thought he was having nightmares, so I tried lavender and monster spray and all that stuff to no avail. What's what's monster spray? That's a really great fucking question. <laughs> I mean, monster spray might be just cleansing purification spray, but again, I'm not sure to what Monster avail. spray repellent. Magic monster melter spray. Monster be gone. Room spray. But what's in it? Here's a recipe on food.com. Water and lavender. Monster spray. That's it? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's more like a calming spray than any kind of purification, but... So it makes sense that all that stuff was to no avail. Yeah. Finally, says Lindsay, my neighbor brought over a sage bundle while he was at my mom's and we saged the whole house. That night I put him in his bed after he went to sleep and a bit later he yelled for me. I went in expecting for him to be wanting to come to my bed. Instead, he asked, what did you do? I said, what do you mean? And he said, the green men are outside now and they're really mad at you for making them leave. He had zero problems being in his room after that. Oh, my God. I mean, it just took a little bit of sage. It's still spooky, Shelby. (laughs) I know, but like spraying lavender on the problem doesn't solve the problem. For something called for something called monster spray, I would think it would work, too. (laughs) I would have thought that it was a lot more than that. Like it was actual qualities that would cleanse the room. But, I mean, when in doubt, just turn to sage. I don't know why more people don't just sage <laughs> the shit out of stuff when they don't feel what's right. So, yeah, I mean, she did the right thing, asking somebody to sage. Just go for the sage. There's more from Lindsay. Yeah, I was going to say she, I, because I responded to her and said, that's so spooky. And then she responded to me and said, this same kid told me I was pregnant before I had any idea. He said my grandpa told him he was sending him a sister. Great, but my grandpa had passed away two weeks prior to this conversation. I found out a few weeks later I was pregnant. I then had my daughter, early, but she was healthy. When I did a conception calculator out of curiosity, it said her conception date was the day he passed away. I just got chills. Oh, my goodness. That kid is, he's a psychic. He's got some psychic abilities. He definitely has some kind of gift. Our next story is from Ruben. Ruben said, one night, late at night, I had a knock on my door. As I looked through the peephole, 
Someone was shoving a little Domino's pizza box to the people. That's all I could see. I moved to the window next to the door and I saw this homeless looking guy in a long black trench coat. I yelled out, what the fuck? (laughs) My older brother was in the living room and I guess the guy heard me and he walked off. Later on, I saw him and another guy behind the building with a radio they stole from someone's car. Check your peepholes, folks. LOL. Wow. That's, I'm sure that that's a common tactic to get into places is blocking the people. But if I'm honest with myself, I probably would open if I saw Domino's. Yeah. I mean, like, which is <laughs> terrible. It bodes terribly for me. I'd be like, oh my God, pizza? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> like, come right in. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you want to read one more for this episode? Sure. Okay. Let's do this one that I'm kind of excited about from Reddit. Okay. The one at the bottom. All right. Which I'm excited about. This one comes from Reddit user BlackCat1206, whose name is AJ. And she seems really cool. For context, she lives in England. In the mid-80s, my mama worked at my school in a different class than me. I was in nursery. To get to school, she always took a shortcut over the heath. About two weeks earlier, a local girl in her late teens who my family vaguely knew went missing. The last time someone saw her, she was over the heath. Mama said she wasn't that concerned by this as she practically grew up over there. It was summer in the middle of the day and the route she took was quite busy with other people walking their dogs and golf balling. One day, Mama set off. Halfway to school, she stopped, thinking she was being stared at. She looked over her shoulder and at the top of the small hill she just walked down was a big tall man in biker's leathers and a helmet. She said she couldn't see his face but she had the uneasy feeling that he had been watching her for some time. She said it was funny because she hadn't seen him coming down the hill, but there was a heavily wooded area opposite the hill, and Mama said she thought he might have walked through there. That would explain why she hadn't seen him before. Mama said she felt uneasy by his stillness and interest, so she walked a little faster, and soon there was a healthy distance between her and the stranger. On the way home later that day, she decided to get the bus home instead of walking. A week later, the body of the teenage girl was discovered by a dog walker in the same wooded area opposite the hill where the strange biker man had been watching Mama. There was a police search, and they appealed for information and witnesses. Mama contacted them and made a statement telling them about the mystery man on the hill. The police never did solve the murder of the poor local girl, and Mama never walked that way to work again. (gasps) Oh. Wow. I'm not okay there are tears in my eyes. Wow. I have my whole body is tingling. <laughs> wow, that was really, really spooky, AJ. Thank you for sharing your stories, everyone. Oh my god! Yes, we have more <laughs> that we want to share. Hopefully, on the next episode or on a future episode in October. But please send us more. We can never have enough reading your scary stories. Yeah, we love getting spooked. So if Please send us more of your spooky stories and we will share them so that you can get spooked too. Yes, deaddrunkpod at gmail.com. Send them our way. They hopefully, if they're spooky enough, will be featured in another episode of Spooky Shooters on Dead Rock. <laughs> and we'll see you next week for Spooky Shooter Season Part 2. Yes! Uh, Stay spooky, drunkies. <laughs>